You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Hey, it's Taj Alexander. Thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast. Really appreciate all the support, all the love. Just want to let you know, The Open Canvas has just launched its first clothing collection. You can find it on theopencanvas.com. Let's get into the episode. Open Canvas, this is Taj Alexander. I'm here with a very special guest. We've known each other for how long now, roughly? A few years. Like, a couple I think years like at least. Since, almost since the beginning of yeah. the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, I would say so. So that's going on two years, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, this is someone that has uh, known me um, since really like towards the beginning of everything um, for the Open Canvas. And um, this is the 100th episode. Um, you know, I, I'm not really big on like, you know, numbers or, you know, celebrating like stats or anything like that. But I think for, for this episode, she's going to uh, basically interview me and, you know, we're going to get to a little, a little bit about me and the open canvas. Um, and just, you know, I'm really thankful, you know, for just this past year, um, these past couple years of doing the open canvas, also coming up on two years of doing this. Um, and it's beyond just the, the podcast now. It's now, you know, the clothing and the digital content and the events surrounding it. And it just um, it's great just to see how everything is sort of naturally grown. But more so, I'm just excited to be able to just, you know, talk with a good friend. So um, without any further ado, I'll let you introduce yourself and, you know, we can get started. All right. Uh, Taj, thank you for having me. I'm Deanna. Uh, I'm an art director. I guess I would say creative nomad and based in Brooklyn, mm. but spend a lot of time in Miami, sometimes um, travel out to LA. I'm really excited to be on this very episode. Like I told you before, I knew that I was going to be on the open canvas one day, like mm-hmm. just some way naturally. Yeah. But I think I appreciate this way more. Mm. Um, interviewing you than you interviewing me because your podcast there's countless episodes where I've just been like kind of feeling out of my body and just been so inspired because of the way that you bring out like people's truth and bring out their stories and just inspire all of your listeners to do the same that's like so incredible so i'm very excited to hear what your perspective is and like (laughs) how that makes you feel knowing that you know all these like stories Mm, so thank you no thank you thank you i mean it it means a lot because um you know i think that's really the reason that i do it is for the people in my life you know i feel like the people in my life is sort of inspired you know the open canvas um and just sort of what it's become thus far has really just been in a culmination of like everyone's story you know i feel like that's sort of the point (laughs) you know is like you know we all have individual stories but if we like take a step back we can look and actually see that we're all part of like one bigger story um in this creative like world that we're living in so yeah well thank you for having me (laughs) (laughs) definitely so your podcast to me basically bridges people to themselves mm-hmm. and it bridges people to each other um, and that means a lot to me just because of the word bridge like mm. to me that's always been this crazy like spiritual yeah. anchor we were talking about yeah, that. yeah yeah where it's just like every time I see a bridge it just reminds me of like wow like just think about like just think about the physical a function of a bridge mm. like literally connecting two points that otherwise would not be able to right. intervene or like 
mend their world. Yeah. And so that's what I feel like you do metaphorically. Wow. <laughs> um, Thanks. <laughs> with all the guests on your podcast, like, how does that make you feel? Like, why? Tell us about the origin of Open Canvas. Yeah. I mean, uh, where do I start? You know, I feel like. Um, it's actually interesting that you use the word bridge too. I feel like for me, it all started with like an international trip, like sort of like going somewhere that was completely out of my context and, and comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You know, I um, actually started initially with a trip to Brazil. Um, what was that almost like four, maybe, yeah, almost four years ago now. Um, and, you know, that trip to Brazil, you know, I went to Rio de Janeiro, you know, met a lot of, you know, amazing people there, mm -hmm. uh, creatives. Um, and someone actually I met there was from Amsterdam and they said, yeah, whenever you come to Amsterdam, just let me know. And, you know, the first time I ever left the country was to, to Brazil. Second yeah. time I left the country was to, to Europe. So when I went to Amsterdam, um, I connected with my friend and, you know, she sort of showed me around the city a little bit. Um, and on my like last day, I bumped into some of her mutual friends and, you know, they were starting a brand um, called The New Originals. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they were just like, yeah, we're starting this. And, you know, it's, you know, still very early, but, you know, I just really connected with them as people more than anything, more than just like what they did or anything. But they knew, they know who they are. Um, yeah. I, I shot them out, the, the TNO fellas, the crew, they know who they are. And, you know, they were, you know, it was just great to sort of connect with them, but it was literally my last day I was leaving. Um, you know, I traveled, I was in Paris and in London as well during that trip. So I was like, yeah, the next time I'm back in Europe, you know, I'll let you guys know. And just from that trip, for me, I, I was introduced to a different sense of community. For me, I think living in the United States and even more specifically in New York, I saw that there was a lack of bridges. There was a lack of connection with like oneself and also just with community. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, I don't even know what to blame that on or if it's just life in general. I think New York is a hustle driven city. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you can get caught up in that and forget just the human side of just living. And for me, um, just traveling internationally helped me see uh, what creative community looks like when humanity is valued, uh, more so than just hustling and just like grinding and just getting the bag. You know, what was an example of that? Like, where did yeah. you see that? Um, uh, I guess more specifically, I think in, in Amsterdam, I just saw some of my friends supporting each other. You know, they could be peers, they could be doing similar things, different things. But if one person, you know, was, you know, stood out there and said, yo, I'm creating something, I'm putting something out there into the world, everyone would support them. You know, the whole creative community was like, you know, we see what you're doing and we're going to support you. And, you know, I think for me that, you know, as an American and as a New Yorker, um, that was refreshing. You know, sometimes I think you're almost used to almost assuming in New York that like you're on your own and that no one's really here for you or no one's necessarily going to acknowledge you when you do something great. And I sort of wanted to change that narrative, at least for myself in my own life. You know, I was like, I know I could at least acknowledge the people in my life who are doing cool things. Yeah. Um, I know that there's people in my life who, you know, deserve to have their story told um, and seeing the value in that, you know, because yeah, we're all we're all pushing, we're all like grinding, we're all hustling. But um, it's important to just stop and appreciate. Um, I think we're living in a very special moment right now. Definitely. Culturally, you know, Definitely. so like. I feel, yeah. I feel the change. Like, I don't know if you feel that, but mm. I always felt that I was like an outsider yeah. for being kind of a cheerleader for people mm -hmm. or just being more like people first oriented mm -hmm. or just 
I don't know, because I never saw that either. Mm. Like being raised in Miami, same thing. Like I never really saw creative initiatives even being mm. like executed and I never really saw that like come mm. about until way recently. Yeah. Um never really saw anyone cheering anyone on. It was very much divided and very cliquish and I didn't understand it. It always frustrated me. Yeah, no, I, f- I fully understand. Like for for me it was more like um yeah, just learning. You know, I feel like for me, uh, I just want to constantly be in a position where I'm like learning from people and learning whether it's learning someone's story or like learning how I can become a better person or a better creative or do something uh, to better myself. So I feel like for me, like having these conversations really is just my opportunity to learn from my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't come on here feeling like I have to teach anything you know it's like I don't feel a responsibility to teach I feel like I have a responsibility to live and to like enjoy life and to to give other people the opportunity to see that they can do the same thing yeah (laughs) you can live enjoy your life and also do what you love and you know have fun doing it so yeah, that, that trip to, to Europe, actually the second time I went out to Europe uh, was in Paris um, during Fashion Week and connected with a lot of um, my friends from Amsterdam in Paris because they, the, they were there as well. And I think that was like maybe maybe three years ago now. Mm-hmm. For, that was my like second trip to Europe. And just that trip also just further confirmed to me what, what was happening. Um, and I think... What was happening? Uh, just just seeing that there, there was also a sense that I wasn't the only one feeling this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, like, I wasn't the only one who wanted to see communities sort of broaden around the world. Um, and just within our local communities. So I think for me, it was like, okay, yeah, this is something that can really happen. Uh, coming back to the States, um, you know, I was, I was working at a showroom. And... You know, it was a fashion showroom. I was representing two men's brands and um, for the, all their East Coast sales and, you know, doing that type of work. Um, but then there, uh, there was a trip that um, my friends from Paris, uh, they go by the Flower Boys, um, mm-hmm. you know, Go-Go, shout to Go-Go, Samo <laughs> and uh, Peace Taylor. Um, and, you know, just those guys were in New York and, you know, and then also at the same time, one of my friends from Amsterdam, his name is Bona. He was he was he's a designer and he was in New York at the same time as well. And, you know, for some reason, I was like, man, like, I, I feel like for me, I just love having good conversations. And a lot of my friends you know, would just say, Taj, whenever we have a conversation, it just sounds like it's, a, it's like a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I never really thought much into it. Yeah. But, but I just realized, you know, after having like a good one or two hour conversation with a friend, you know, over coffee or, you know, having dinner or something like that. And, you know, just realizing like, man, it. I think a lot of people would just appreciate if they could just hear the conversations that I, that me and my friends just had. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just talking about, you know, just the struggles of the, the creative life, the struggles of freelancing, um, the the triumphs of doing what you love, you know, and, and just also just figuring it out along the way. I don't think it's like we have everything all figured out. I don't think any of us have everything figured and out. And I don't think so, you ever will. Yeah, so it's like almost, you know, fun to almost figure things out together. Yeah. So I think that's sort of what I was like, man, like how, how can I use this passion just for good conversation to help the people around me? And to this day, like I told you, I don't see myself as a podcaster. You know, I don't what see What do you my, see yourself as? Just a, a human communicating. <laughs> <laughs> just someone who's like talking with his friends. This um, is just your vessel, basically. Exactly, exactly. It's like I don't label myself or confine myself to, you know, that, you know, just one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like for, for what I see it as, it's just like a platform 
and I'm just having good conversations. And I think when my, my friends from Amsterdam and Paris were in town, um, I was thinking about starting the podcast and I was like, man, like, I just got to start. I got to start somewhere. And literally, I called them all up, literally told them, like, you know, I'm, I got, you know, the space for a certain amount of time. And I literally recorded four episodes back to back to back to back Wait, <laughs> on the so first day. Let's yeah. back, backtrack that <laughs> yeah, because that's yeah, yeah. very ambitious. Definitely. So, like, where was your mind? Like, what was it that clicked and you were just like, I just got to do this? Like, yeah, how think, did you get over that yeah. if you had any fears? Yeah, I think we all have that moment where it's like almost it's, it can almost even be illogical. I think it's not even like this makes sense. It's just like a feeling. It's like, yes, I have to do this or I won't be happy. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever, you know, you have that feeling where it's like, I have to do this or at least try and see what happens or else I will feel like I'm missing out on myself. Yeah. You know, I'm missing out on a piece of myself. Definitely. So I had that moment two years ago. I called up the, the guys and told them like, yo, okay. So I interviewed the Fly Boys that day, Bona of Bona Suits, Paris, Amsterdam, and then uh, Trav Q, who's like a, a online comedian, and then my friend Cleon Gray. Uh, and, you know, he's a, he's a writer, also a photographer as well. And literally, it was just like, it just flowed, you know? And, yeah. I, and I think I also I remember had, those episodes. Yeah, <laughs> and, and like the sound was really like, you know, I was still trying to figure everything out. So yeah, the sound yeah. quality was like, you know, not the best, but I was learning. But the conversation was yeah. so valuable. Yeah. And I think that was what mattered. Yeah, and shout out to Brian Jimenez. He was there as well uh, for those first few episodes. And um, Justin, um, he was also on that first episode as well. And uh, yeah, it was like six yeah, six or seven there was people like, in the room. It was like a crew in there. It was like a packed room of people, and then it was just like it was just love, you know. I just feel like we we just all connected, you know. And it was dope just even sitting there and seeing like I had my New York friends there, I had my Paris friends there, and just like we were all connecting and on the same vibe. And I remember Justin even saying, like, "Yeah, I'm I'm actually, you know, my, I got family in Paris and my family's Haitian, and like the Flower Boys reacting to that, like because I didn't even know that either. And it, just to see how they were all in the same room at the same mm -hmm. time." And it, it just was like a very unique moment. And I just felt like this is what I want to do. It was life affirming. Yeah, it was right? life affirming. And I just realized the importance of when, like we have a dope community of creators here in New York, mm -hmm. you know, but there's also a dope community of creators in like Brazil and in Paris and in LA and in, you know, Tokyo and in Amsterdam and Berlin. And, and like all of these cities are developing their own voice. Yeah. Um, but it's it's one thing to to hear that voice you know within your city but it's also good to also affirm that there's people in other places just like you and i think for that moment it was like something that i you know i, I still can you know relive right now and feel it like just that conversation and how like everyone in the room felt like they were being heard and it was great to just even feel like I could at least provide some service to my friends to be able to be heard, you know, mm -hmm. so that was dope to be heard by each other in the room and just for, you know, the podcast sake so people could hear it, you know, around the world. Yeah. So literally did that four times in a row in the same day. <laughs> so like wow, literally. Then, very ambitious. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. So it was it was amazing just to do that. Um, but it was also like you said, it was it was life affirming. And I didn't have a plan in terms of like, okay, this is what it's going to do or this is how it's going to be like released. I just had to do it. You okay. know, I had to do it. Um, That's like reassuring to know because a lot of times, okay, you do get to that point where like, I have to do this thing because it's agonizing me if I don't do it. <laughs> but then you overthink like the execution of it and mm. you're just like, but it needs to be like this and mm. people need to 
like absorb the content like this and you didn't even let that like stop you you just yeah go. And, and you just went and it's funny too because like uh people who know me or mm. like have known me in the past like it's like i'm very much like or i was very much a perfectionist um in the sense where i almost wanted everything to be super planned out yeah to where even before i even did step one it was going to be perfect you know it's like yeah I so feel that. <laughs> so for me it was almost like also jumping out on faith and saying you know what it doesn't have to be perfect just to start mm -hmm. um and i think it's more important to start than it is to be perfect yes. um and you know for me that was definitely affirming as well as like okay maybe all right, I did one start, now I can do another start and another start, and I'll just keep getting better as I go. Um, and I even told myself that it's not about being perfect on the onset, it's literally just getting better with each episode. Step by step. Step by step, you know, yeah. the sound gets a little bit better, the, you know, conversation gets better, and even just like the flow of just like learning to hear your voice yeah. recorded, you know, that was also a huge hump for me to get over, believe it or not. Really? You know? yeah. <laughs> I feel like so. you're so comfortable with the yeah like just with the podcast in general yeah but it took time i think i think it took time to sort of learn um and, and find my voice in it you know i think that was a part of it and just to figure out that you know my, my friends you know in my life that i appreciate they also appreciated it you know so I'm, I'm just learning that you know if i just continue to follow this path of you know what people appreciate you know like ties like i appreciate you doing this i appreciate you sharing you know, maybe that's something that I should continue to do, you yeah. know? So I just, just feel like that's sort of how it all started. And then literally from there, it's just been like, literally since I started the podcast, like an episode every week, you know, for the past two years. That's amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. Because I think what's more important than getting the content right is consistency. Mm. Consistency is so important. People are going to continue to see your effort and just living out this dream of yours where did the name open canvas even come from what does yeah, that mean that's a great question and i don't know that to this no, day that's, that's great that's great I, I, actually i sort of want it that way okay. um where you know literally the name is kind of self-explanatory to a uh, point okay. where literally open canvas is what you make it and you know, not only just just saying like this is like a, a blank canvas for you to create on, you know, for me, it's more like a mindset, you know, it's like um, because I feel like all of us, it's like we, we almost like want to, to over label things or over define things. And um, I think for me, it was like a, an opportunity to allow people to sort of like just see themselves and also see what they create as like something new. You know, mm -hmm. I feel like. You know, it's starting fresh, you know, every time, you yeah. know, and, and not even like even if you're great at something, yeah, you can do something different and it can be just as great. You it's know? an appropriate title. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, you know, all the, the creatives in my life who are in all different types of mediums, you know, I have friends in fashion and, you know, music and DJs and art installationists. And, you know, it's just beautiful just to see how many dope people there are in this world. And I think for me, the open canvas is literally like anyone who has a, a creative you know, spirit can bring whatever they do to the table. And for me, it's, it's something that, you know, it's very special. Um, but at the same time, I know it, it means something different for someone else. And that's sort of also very special. You know, I feel like that's sort of what I want it to mean. You know, it's just what it means to you.
So over all these hundreds of episodes, <laughs> right? Well, we're literally at 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Congratulations, by thank the way. You, thank you. Um, what has been like the feedback? Like, what's mm. been the most heartwarming feedback that you've received? Man, I mean, I feel like it's the feedback of like experiences. You know, doing the open canvas at a AP event series has been the like feedback. I feel like having friends just you know say like, yo, I heard an episode with. Nia Thomas or Brian Jimenez or Cleon Gray or, and just hearing what it meant to them, you know, and that that's for me is special because like it's not like I'm like and you know for me it's like when I do these episodes it's not like I'm you know trying to get specific answers out of people or trying no, to like have organic. Like, like a quote unquote interview. It's just like me talking to my friends. Yeah. And I feel like that's sort of the the goal for me is just to like have people and it could be as small as just like that that meant something to me. You yeah. know, or it could be as, you know, big as, you know, a room full of people sharing a moment of good music and, and good energy. You know, that's the feedback for me, you know, and I feel like that's sort of what we do it for. It's like, I know what it means to me when like someone does something or creates something and I feel it and it like moves me, you know, mm -hmm. and I feel like if if I could like in some way create that feeling for someone else, mm -hmm. like then my job's done. Like, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the joy of it. Then the fun part is finding out new ways to do it and yeah. new experiences to create that feeling. You know, I think that's sort of what I'm realizing now. It's like, we're all like young living in New York city or anywhere around the world, whoever's listening to this is like, <laughs> you know, we're all living for, for moments, moments that we can create with each other. So for me, every episode is just creating another moment with another individual or a group of friends or every event is just another opportunity to create moments with people. That's the goal, is to create better and better moments and special moments that you can remember past the Instagram post, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's an yeah. important part. Like, yeah. um, you definitely feel that energy, mm -hmm. like from my side, listening mm -hmm. to the episodes. And I think that's what is the timelessness mm -hmm. in the open canvas. Mm -hmm. I know we talked about this before, yeah, like yeah, yeah. we are that generation right now in New York and all over the world. That's kind of um, maybe rebellious would mm -hmm. be the word spirit where we're just over like the conforms of society and just kind of doing wherever our heart wants to go and yeah. you definitely feel that energy when you listen to the episodes mm. so you. yeah no it means a lot to me so thank you mm. so from that like how did things develop? Like, where did um, Open Canvas at AP come from? Then yeah. how is the clothing line that you have now? Yeah. How did that develop? Like, yeah. those were moments that you created at one point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think it's, it's special because, you know, it literally just started from observing. And, you know, I noticed, you know, maybe I was like 50 or some odd episodes in. And, you know, you sort of look back and you're like, wow, I, I spoke with amazing DJs and amazing live music performance artists and live you know painters and I'm like wow like what if like I was to throw an event with all of these people <laughs> you know like yeah. they're in my life they're people that I, you know we, we connect and like have, have good relationships with and you know it'd be dope if like I could introduce my friends who were on this episode to my other friends who were on this other episode you know and like have them do something and collaborate and create together 
And around that time, um, I, you know, was introduced to AP through my friend Austin Willis. Shout out to Austin. Yes, yeah, I love yeah, Austin. Yeah, yeah, So shout out to Austin. <laughs> he, he, I had him on an episode of The Open Canvas. Mm-hmm. You can listen to that. He, he's actually been on a couple episodes as well. And, um, you know, had him on. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, yeah, you should definitely meet my friend Israel and, you know, Nelly over at AP. Um, so I just went down there one day. You know, I was thinking about, you know, getting into events uh, I did like a one year anniversary party for the open canvas before mm-hmm. and I was like I like that you know I was like I want to do some more things like that and going over to AP they just welcomed me doing what they do there it's just like it was beautiful to see how they were also creating moments as well and creating like a, a dope space just for like all of our creative community just to come grab a cup of coffee or tea and then just like chill and then like you know, another dope creative comes in the door and then all of a sudden you're having a, like an hour long conversation. I've with someone. made so many friends. So there. many friends. <laughs> so like, yeah, for me, I had that experience. So I was like, yo, this is dope. I just sit down and then like literally three or four people who like we may be connected or have mutual friends that know each other just walk right in. And then all of a sudden we're all like family, you know, and it's it was just very natural. And just meeting Israel and Nelly, who, you know, Israel also had on the podcast as well. Um, it was just dope just to sort of like, you know, learn about them and their vision for what they were creating and they are, you know, still doing and just to see where our paths sort of crossed, you know, at the yeah. perfect time, you know, for me. It really was yeah. the most opportune time. Yeah. And just to see, you know, how what it became, you know, for those who know who went to the events, it's like just literally every month finding new ways to sort of create real moments with people Mm -hmm. you know whether that was having like Eli Fola you know who's amazing saxophonist and you know live instrumentalist or you know having Christopher Chan on honor roller you know who's like an amazing wood sculptor painter illustrator so many different DJs you know all of my friends um DJ Criss Cross um You know, having DJ break. I mean, I feel like I can't name everyone yeah. because it's going to be very long. But, <laughs> but like everyone who's been a part of the Open Canvas at AP Experience is a part of something very special. Because, um, you know, for me, that was sort of seeing the podcast come to life. It was one thing to talk about, like, yeah, it would be great to see community. Yeah, it'd be great to, you know, just talking about those things. But to actually see it resonate with people. And there were other people in this world, in the city, who was like, yeah, I feel the same way. You know, I feel the same way and I want to create those special moments. So, like, I feel like for me, like, it was literally with Nelly and AP just sort of setting the table and then literally having all of our creative friends and the people in our life who we love you know, make the experience what it was, you know? And for me, it was dope too, because like I got a chance to MC and be on the mic and, and like, you know, sort <laughs> you of were like- You so good yeah, at that. Yeah, hype up the crowd. And you I, even yeah. became like known as the MC around town. <laughs> like you were MCing other parties after yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, still am too. And it's like, it's fun. You know, I feel like I, I found a new passion through that. Yeah. And again, it wasn't planned. It wasn't like, okay, I'm going to start as a podcaster, you know, quote unquote, yeah. and then become an MC at live events. And it was just like, literally just like, as situations arise, like as needs arise, as gaps arise, like just created bridges. Like you were saying, it's just like there's yeah. a bridge that needs to be created. I'll just be that that bridge and just be there for my friends. So yeah, it's it was a beautiful experience. And even like the clothing as well, it's like it's all things that just happen naturally. You know, yeah. I feel like it's it's like the people in my life and just sort of being observant and being honest with every moment and being like, what is best for this moment? and then just creating it. Really, that's that's my process. <laughs> it's like <laughs> really just creating when there's a need and, and seeing that I have something to contribute, 
you know, in my friend's life. That's it. That's reassuring too. And it also like validates just your confidence and your belief in this. But for people that have this idea that's like bigger than themselves mm. and they want to see it come to life, mm. of course you get to that point where you're like, but like, what if this happens? Yeah, or like, yeah. what if nobody like fucks with this? Like, <laughs> how do I like, Yeah. so how do you, how do you, have you ever been there? And like, how did you get over any setback? Yeah, I mean, I think the setbacks are a part of the process, honestly. I mean, it's easy to say that now after like you've overcome some of those setbacks, but you know, while you're in the middle of it and, and it's like the thing, it's like actually the, the setbacks actually never stop. You know, it's like, that's actually a part of it. You know, I realized that, you know, I, I have had moments where it's like I was questioning like, okay, is this what I'm really supposed to be doing? Or is there another way or is there a better way? And I think, you know, you almost have to go through those like very like honest moments with yourself. And I think that's also not to be lost on like an episode like this, because, you know, for me, like I've had to constantly learn how to overcome in a way that's like the most true to me. You know, I think that's what's very important. It's like you can experience like, you know, a setback or for me, it could have been like, you know, learning how to like start a business when you're like, you know, still, you know, learning how to invest in yourself or learning how to like register as a business. Um, and in the middle of all that, still trying to figure out what that business is going to become. Um, and then also having, you know, to learn how, like when you're talking about events, how to finance and how to like, you know, do everything on your own almost. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, sort of the, on the onset, it's sort of learning things that you've never done before. Did you learn that on your own or did you like tap into this community that you have? Uh, it was both. I mean, first it was like sort of having to to figure out things on my own and sort of having to ask questions like to family um, or friends that I was like, yeah, like, you know, I've never done you know this before. How, how do I go about this? Um, and being very honest. I think that's super important um, is just being honest with yourself, you know, learning what best communicates to you, mm -hmm. you know, what best speaks to you. You know, for me, I was like, okay, after I do do an episode, is this like true to me? Yeah. And is this something that actually makes sense to, to me? Um, because that's all that I want to put out into the world is honest content. Of course. You know, things that resonate. Um, and once that, that, you know, was obvious, it was like, okay, now I can do this. You okay. Know? Yeah. So what does that mean to you? Mm. Lear learning that the creative story and like what we do as creatives is... Like it's a universal story. So I have a responsibility just to also be like, you know, a listener. I think that's what I learned uh, through this. It's like, I've this has been an exercise in listening. You know, I feel like for me, I, I feel like I learned the most when I'm just like, you know, allowed people just to share. So for me, that's sort of my goal in all of this is to listen to my friends. That's yeah. such a valuable skill. Mm, yes. Yeah. Something that's like, you think it's easy to mm. do, but a lot of people hear versus listening. Mm. There's a difference there. Yeah, definitely. So, definitely. so with that, then, like you're out and about, and you're <laughs> everywhere. You're always everywhere. Like yeah. every, if I'm out, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm gonna run into you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do you do that with the next episode in mind, or mm -hmm. you just like, how do you go about Great getting? Question and on like people on your show great question um and it's crazy too like being that this is like you know the 100th episode mm -hmm. 
Like it's literally just been people who've already been in my life, you know, for, for years almost. Like people that I've known or mutual friends who like recommended someone. So for me, it, it, it's never been like a task to like ask a friend to hang out. <laughs> you know, it doesn't even feel like I'm asking someone to be on a podcast for say. It just mm -hmm. feels like I'm reconnecting with people in my life. So yeah, how do you book people for your show? And I've never used that type of language before for myself. Well, yeah. like, <laughs> like I never felt that way um, in regards to this. I feel like I'm very much just being aware and acknowledging the people that are already in my life. Yeah. And as I live, as I travel, as I grow, like I feel like I meet more amazing people, you know, like going overseas and doing episodes in Brazil and then, in, in, you know, London and Paris. It's like natural. It's like I can literally just like live my life just be present every day. And then when you're present, you just appreciate people more. You know, you appreciate the person right in front of you, you know, and it's like, I'm never thinking about the podcast when I'm talking to my friends. I'm just like literally like just living. Yeah. <laughs> and then like at some point it'll make sense. Like mm -hmm. it may not even be like when we initially meet, it may even be like months later yeah. before I'm even like thinking about, you know, having someone on the podcast. I'm just like living. I mean, that's how yeah. you asked me to do this. <laughs> exactly. Like, I had just, You've been a part of this yeah. whole time. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I never felt pressed to like say, okay, I need an episode this week, so I got to reach out to another friend. It's mm -hmm. like, no, it's like I'm living my life. And yeah. the timing is everything. I, I, I'm very, I, I say that a lot. I'm very, like, I'm a firm believer in that, that, like, timing, like, things just happen when they're supposed to. Definitely. You know, so there's no need to feel like you need to rush or mm -hmm. rush your process. Um, I think for me, um, even over these past two years, it may seem like the output is like very consistent and, and um, you know, there's a lot of it. But for me, I feel like I'm moving at a very comfortable pace and it doesn't even feel like work. Yeah. It just feels like I'm, I'm just learning and living. And, and like, That's amazing. And That's when you know that you like living with purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So it just feels good. I think that's the other thing. Like I'm just doing what, what feels right and feels good. So. I love yeah. the episodes like there's some episodes there was one where you had just met a guy in Paris mm. and you're like let me just interview you right oh, now oh yeah shout out to T. Michael yes. T. Michael Bergen yeah 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 oh yeah I, I remember that it was it was a crazy story too like literally I was during Paris Fashion Week this past year uh, it was like in the summer of last year and literally I was just walking down like a, a random like street in Paris and then I see this like cobblestone and then it was like this cool little cobblestone and he was standing there on his phone. Uh, shout out to T. Michael. You can like find his episode if you've, you know, on the podcast right now. And yeah, it was just like literally just like I asked him, what's what's back there? Like what's and he just showed me. It was like, yeah, it's his showroom for the brand Norwegian Wayne. Um, also, he's a tailor as well. So, you know, he takes private appointments and his fashion week. So he's like, you know, speaking with buyers and it was just dope to sort of experience that because like I, I took some video of that space as well. And it, it was, was gorgeous. Yeah. And then just to see how like the architecture and the lighting um, and just also how it was just a, a, a very well conducted like showroom space, you know, in the middle of Paris, you know, and it's like I didn't plan that day. I didn't plan to bump into him. Um, but it turned into me literally just asking him there, like, you know, can we do an episode? And he's like, yeah, of course. And like, I literally pull out my laptop, plug in my microphone and we did it. And it was just great to like experience that because I was like, wow, this is what it really is. It's just living. And then as moments create themselves, you just, you know, honor them. You know, I'm just honoring the moments in my life. And just like, I feel like for me, 
doing open canvas has been that. It's just been me honoring each moment and appreciating like the people in my life who are like, yo, like I'm like, yo, you're doing something amazing. I want to talk about it. I want my friends to know like in, in like LA what you're doing, you know? That's, that's really all it is. It's like just me being excited about my friends. So yeah, it doesn't even feel like it's about me per se. It's more just about just like recognizing that we're all like doing something amazing, you know? And, yeah. and that like, if you can hear someone's story and hear something that just connects with you, like it's like, wow, yeah, I'm experiencing that right now. Um, or like, I remember overcoming, you know, this, that's like the best feeling, you know? Cause it's like, it lets you know that you're not alone in this. That's true. Um, so yeah, yeah. So give me advice. Like I want some personal advice on this because <laughs> okay. I'm naturally a curious person yeah. um, and I just like want to know about everyone Yeah. but there's something in my head where sometimes I'm like mm. I don't know why I think it, it takes courage to do that mm. because I think that people like want to talk about themselves right. or want to share their story like in innately and just over an overarching theme yeah, yeah but when you're in that situation and it presents itself and you're like wow like that person looks dope they look like they do something <laughs> dope like i want to talk to them why do i get shy like mm. do you ever get shy like how do you <laughs> how do you approach people basically <laughs> like for for to be on an episode no just to like like you just, just in saw this just in guy general. in the alleyway and you're like i want to ask this guy like uh, what's going on over there yeah well I mean, I forgot to say, like, I, I, we have, like, mutual friends, like, in fashion, mm -hmm. like, the arts come first, guys, mm -hmm. um, and, and also some other uh, designers, women designers, you know, in Paris as well. So, like, we've seen each other before. But, yeah, like, I think for me, it's, it's actually had a conversation with one of my friends, and she was like, yeah, Taj, like, I see what you're doing, but she challenged me. Um, her name's Lawrence, you know, so she is um, <laughs> from Paris, and she challenged me. Um, and, and that was, I think the next day I just like pulled up on, on T. Michael and told him like, can we do this? I think it was because she sort of like gave me a challenge to sort of like be more, be more present, like understand the value of what you're doing. And she, she said that to me at a very like important moment because why um, did she say that? And I mean, I couldn't even tell you why. Um, I, I think, um, just from our conversations, she's been very, very supportive. Um, and also seeing you know, she, she wants to make sure that all of us, you know, especially, you know, for me as like a young African-American man to realize my value um, and what I'm what I'm creating. Um, and that was a very, very real conversation she had with me, um, because, you know, I think for me, um, you know, I, I tend to not even like insert myself into the equation. You know, I sort of like, you know, make sure that I'm, I'm allowing, you know, the people around me to sort of shine. And, um, you know, she was she's like said, like, your value is in valuing others. And, you know, that sort of really stuck stuck with me. You know, I feel like, you know, there is a gap when, you know, everyone's doing something amazing, but nobody's appreciating each other. You know, so I'm like, wow, like we have to at least do that for ourselves and, and just show that we can appreciate each other and ourselves. Yeah. Um, and that starts with appreciating yourself. You know, it starts with self-appreciation and self-value. So for me, that's sort of what starts or is at the heart of like any any bold move you make, you know, is recognizing your own value and, and recognizing what you can bring to the table. Um, yeah, that's so true. So yeah, whether it's like just approaching someone or anything, it's like just recognizing that you're doing something that's important. 
Yeah. Um, and it's not that's not a prideful thing to say. It's like we're all doing something important. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes with like the internet and stuff like that, it's almost you're almost meant to compare everything that you do to everyone, and then you're only left feeling that it's not important. But in honesty, like that's that's not a good gauge. You yeah. know, like using using things to sort of compare yourself to someone else is not the way, especially for a creative when our mind's meant to be like free and like sort of unlocked from like systems of comparison in that mm-hmm. way we have to learn that the value doesn't come from the comparison it's, it's intrinsic it's within us you know and especially as like even creators of color it's like something that's you know very very rooted in our history you know so i feel like that's sort of what i'm realizing is just like there's a historic value to what we're doing now you know and i think even you know we think of like the harlem renaissance and you know the moments that were created during that time it's like, it's because they were being appreciated as it was happening. Mm-hmm. You know, people saw the value in what they were creating. Maybe not fully, maybe more so now because there's time and perspective. But, you know, if we want to be a part of those types of moments, we have to acknowledge when it's happening. And for me, if I can just acknowledge the people in my life who are doing it <laughs> and also recognize that sort of creating a platform to do it is important to that process. You know, so I'm just I'm just living in that truth, you know. Wow. (laughs) That was so profound. And that was like a lot to take in. But everything you just said, I was just like, yes, yes. Like, I know these things. Um, Mm -hmm. Reassuring to hear it from Mm -hmm. someone else and to see it from someone who's acting, Mm -hmm. acting on that truth and living your truth. Thank you. So, wow. I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to jump right back in. I was, all right. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, we just took a quick break. <laughs> like we grabbed some tea. Uh, I mean, I'm heating up some tea for us right now. But, um, but yeah, like I, I, I really am, am happy with what's happening right now. Okay. So what's the day to day? Like, how do you do this every week? What's your process? You must have created like yeah. a system for yourself by now. Definitely. Yeah. I, it's, it's like a balance though, really. I feel like I'm, I'm very like aware of what I'm doing. And also I have, like, like you said, like a, a system that I go by, but it's also still equally as free form as well. That's super important for me because I'm not someone who like, I naturally, um, you know, I'm good with routine, but at the same time, I'm very, very much about like leaving room for like, like the unexpected to happen and to sort of be spontaneous and sort of quickly move on things that like inspire me, you know? So I feel like that's sort of what I've been doing is sort of courting, you know, in my apartment <laughs> and, you know, sort of like that process of even inviting friends over to my, my place and, you know, just sort of like kicking it, you know? I feel like that's sort of supernatural for me. I feel like I would be doing this without even having a, a quote-unquote podcast you know i feel like the only difference is that there's a microphone on and yeah. like we're talking really that's the only, that's the only difference. difference i feel like we would have the same conversation without the microphone and we've had like similar conversations several like yeah. multiple conversations and and that's what's dope about it for me it's like i really i mean it i don't feel like a quote-unquote podcaster I, I really don't it's just like this is just so natural for me just like having good conversations and whether it's like even coming up with questions to ask you know it's it's very much just like i've known this person for years so it's like easier just to talk you know and be like really honest and just you know just bring about like honest moments and talk about things that are real for us you know it's Mm -hmm. like when you know someone it's that much easier just to like you know definitely just connect so i feel like that's sort of what i've just been doing is connecting with people 
but yeah I also keep it very open like literally and like very <laughs> free form where it's like with the events and with like the brand of the open canvas beyond just the podcast I feel like all of those things just happen naturally um, like more recently last year as well just you know uh, went to Europe to, to shoot a lookbook for a brand uh, for, for Jeff Staple and how did that happen? Oh, it was just like literally um, I had Courtney Walker on an episode of the podcast as well and he's the design director of Staple and you know had a great great conversation with him he's been super supportive of what I'm doing um, and then literally after doing a few episodes and also realizing I was doing small you know creative projects with people that I've had on episodes like uh, Yves Antonio um, from Amsterdam um, and then literally having like the Flower Boys who've been on the first episode and then Rico Louie from London um, and like literally I was like wow I have all these dope creative friends in these different cities why not you know try to you know do some creative projects together under the open canvas and like create something that's organic and real for us um and just an opportunity to just like show that like you know we're talking about like all these things on the podcast about working with your friends and being creative and like it all sounds great but why not just do it as well <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. i think that was a big part of it is like I wanted to sort of do what I've been talking about, you know, and this was a perfect opportunity to sort of just create and do something with my friends. Um, so we went to Europe, went to Paris and London to shoot the lookbooks, or to shoot the lookbooks, and um, literally the models, the stylists, the photographers, everyone involved in this project has been a part of the open canvas for the past year and a half or two. So it's like a full open canvas production. And yeah. I'm like, I can continue to do this in yeah. other ways. Like I can, like the Open Canvas at AP event series. That's literally compiled the people, like everyone involved has been a part of, has been on the Open Canvas podcast or been involved with the Open Canvas in some way, on some level. Um, so it's like all been super, super natural that way. And I feel like that's also been a goal for me is to sort of take the podcast and bring it into real life yeah. um, because that's sort of what I feel is like the next step for all of this like especially as like podcasts are becoming more popular or it's, it's becoming more of a, a, a like people there's a need for conversation people are realizing that they have a voice and they have something to share so for me it's like moving that beyond the digital world you know and realizing like these voices that we're all sharing now can also be shared in real life you know off of the internet <laughs> you know we can literally engage with each other you know just as much as we love engaging with like I, I have my favorite podcast that I listen to you know being able to meet the people who've been on the podcast or meet the person who's hosting the podcast or you know do creative things with people who've been on different episodes at different times of my life um, is sort of like a joy and I, like we were talking about before like a, having like a time capsule I feel like you know, it's it's like I didn't even realize this until like more recently, like this past week. But you can literally almost like follow my life for the past two years, or at yeah. least the people who've been in my life, um, and some places I've been. gone, yeah. yeah, and the things that I've been doing through listening to these episodes. And it's sort of also wanting to create like what do they call it? like evergreen content? Yeah. No matter when you listen to it. You can t listen to an episode, you know, from a year yeah, ago. Yeah, like I can go back to episode one and just still as valuable, be inspired. Still be yeah. inspired. The energy is exactly the same. And yeah. that that's sort of the goal as well. It's like, I, I think now within this digital world, like content has become very disposable. And, you know, I think that's sort of uh, a downside of things when it's so much accessibility, but then uh, making someone care 
about that content is a completely different story. Yeah. You know, and for me, it's about creating honest content that people care about. Well, that's why yeah. I think the open canvas is going to be long term mm. because everything that you do is rooted in authenticity. Mm. Like, everything. You keep saying like, oh, this just came about naturally. This is organic. <laughs> yeah. And these are... Like, this is where you have to understand your value, Taj, (laughs) because these are things that literally people who studied marketing Mm. or like marketing directors at these big corporate companies are like, how do we get these millennials in a room? Like, (laughs) how do we like get this certain Mm. look together for Mm. this campaign? You're just doing that just Mm. because you want to do something fun with it's your my friends life. Yeah, yeah it's my life that's that's a great point like I, I didn't even think of it that way and i and i feel you're, you're so right because you know i think it'd be different if i was doing this podcast almost documenting the culture or like not being in the culture just being like yo this is what's happening you know amongst you know the scene but it's another thing when you're hearing conversations with people who are actually living it every day mm-hmm. and you know it's like it's different when you're actually like the, the people who are asking the questions and answering the questions are the people who are in it. Yeah. You know, it's not just a case study. You know, yes. this is a life. You know? Exactly. And I, and I feel like that's what it feels good when I'm, I'm living it every day. I'm breathing it. I'm going through the struggles. I think that should be know? the title. This is not a case study. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a good title. And, and that's also the, a, a perfect reason why I wanted to have this conversation with you, because I feel like, you know, you really care about that conversation and you're very good at sort of like understanding that this is about like connection. This isn't just about like getting facts. You know, yeah. this is about like um, really connecting with another human being. And I know when I listen to like a good interview or a, a good podcast and when people are really like in sync, mm-hmm. you know, and for me, that's sort of what I, I want to do and give that feeling for other people, you know, because sometimes like living in New York, you go through a whole week of just like, you know, waking up, going to work every day and like coming home, being tired and just going to going to bed and just doing it the next morning. And you'll never really like even connect with someone, you yeah. know, and, and it's like so interesting and especially like being from somewhere else or even just traveling. It's like literally all about connecting with people. You yeah. know, it's like your life is built around your community. And sort of even just appreciating the people in your life and just taking time out of the day just to chill. You know, I feel like that's, you know, also something I want to remind us living here in New York is like, you know, taking time. You know, if if a podcast episode inspires you to like just go amongst your own friends and have like an hour long conversation, no intention, no like agenda, just like, how are you? You know, like just checking in, just checking in. I think that's sort of what I want to sort of like help at least myself remind myself and also like remind my friends like we can do this we can literally just like you know appreciate life as we're living it and not just like keep our heads down and and, like you know run ourselves into the ground and then have a you know a breakdown you know we can literally just enjoy life have fun you know if you drink or smoke or you know whatever you know just Mm -hmm. like you know enjoy these moments as they're happening you know because our parents generation our grandparents generation if we look at things in perspective, like we're living lives right now, like where we're doing a hundred different things. We're traveling, we're going to different countries, we're working with this brand, we're doing this, you know, creative work where, you know, everyone's like online, you know, doing their thing right now. And and it's like, this is a special moment, you know? It's like, 
we're, we're all sort of doing things that our parents' generation couldn't even imagine. Yeah. And it's it's one thing just to keep going just for the sake of to keep going. It's another thing when you can actually enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. You know, I don't want to like look back and then just reminisce about, man, I wish I really enjoyed all this amazing stuff that was in my life. You know, why not just enjoy it while it's happening? Mm -hmm. And like, I feel that way. Like even with collaborating and, and working with friends, it's like, it comes from a place of a deep, deep gratitude. You know, I really am grateful. And presence, because you yeah. have to be like present and self-aware to mm. realize like, wait a minute, like I'm going 100 miles per hour right now. Mm. Like, let me slow down and mm. appreciate this. Yeah, because we're human, yeah. you know, we're, we're human. We're, we're, we're not machines, like yeah. literally. And I think sort of what, you know, this age is sort of trying to make us do is like feel like we're just robots that can just like output output mm -hmm. output just and, and not put any thought into it or just not even put any soul into it and I feel like for me I'm all about soul you know everything that I create has soul everything that I want to really be a part does. of has soul <laughs> and and that's sort of the goal is just like literally to remind people of the soul that's within them you know mm -hmm. so yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> um Man, it's just everything you're saying is just like I can't, I'm taking it in and just don't know what to say next because like what you're saying is just blowing my mind. It's all good. Hey, hey. Um, now that we talked about like you know your process and how you go about even putting this together, I want to ask something kind of shallow. That's okay. Because I always notice this. Who curates the music? <laughs> because yeah, yeah. I'm always distracted on like, oh shit, this is a bop. Like, what song is this? I always yeah, gotta yeah, look yeah. at the show the credits, notes. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I always put the credits in, um, but but I do. <laughs> wow, yeah, amazing yeah, taste yeah. in music. Yeah, it's also something that I, I wanted to be very intentional about because for me, I feel like there's even a, a rhythm to good conversation, you know? And I feel like music sort of helps to bring that out. Um, so for me, it's like, it's also me just wanting to put people on to like dope music that I like and like, mm -hmm. yo, this is like, you know, I'll just slide this in there. You can like mm -hmm. do your research and find out who it is, <laughs> I but, see you. you know, but, but yeah, I feel like that's also a big part of this. I feel like there's a large community of like amazing musicians and producers and some I've even had on the podcast, like Austin LeBron as well. Yes, um, from, from he's Queens. so talented. Um, and, you know, he, he he draws heavily from his Puerto Rican roots and also just like understanding the origin of all music, you know, mm -hmm. sort of like the history of the drum and sort of how he incorporates that into like future sounds. So just as an example, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like for me, I'm very much like, I wouldn't call myself like a musicologist, but... I like to do my research. I, yeah. I love to go in on like just good, like quality music. Like I, I've been talking to friends like um, Kitty Say Word and we were just talking about that, how like Earth, Wind and Fire, Stevie Wonder, Roy Ayers, like those yeah. are like pillars in, in, in music and, and like, you know, so many like, you know, Anita Baker and Sade and, uh, you know, yes. a female vocalist and and just understanding like the the rich history of music that that we we are sort of spoiled with 
that's just like right under our noses and we can listen to it at any time and I feel like for me like incorporating good music into the podcast is a part of me just sort of just sharing what sort of excites me and yeah. like and it doesn't even have to be like a well-known you know person it's like someone who creates something real and just something that makes you feel yeah so yeah. so yeah and I feel like like I said I feel like you know good conversation has a rhythm to it and I feel like if you know music and good conversation I'm pretty sure like we've all had those experiences like for me like being in Brazil and you know sitting and How drink, is the yeah music there? yeah just like sitting sitting at a bar with you know a group of friends drinking caipirinhas and you know hearing music in the background hearing like samba and, and ballet and just like sort of experiencing that moment you know and just like realizing like music is actually like really the soundtrack to all of our lives and at least for me I'll just say for me no I think that's a universal thing like yeah. I personally think that is the universal language yeah and, and that's actually I've been telling a, a few friends lately I feel like this sort of phrase has been like just repeating in my, my subconscious for like the past year is just follow the music and for me literally like everything that I've sort of been doing even through the open canvas has sort of been also attached to music in some way um, whether it is the events or you know the content that I put out you know I feel like music has a very like centering force for me it's, it's a very like, like centering relate. force for me I feel like everything comes back to music yeah so you know I feel like even having like my friends who are DJs on the podcast I feel like that's a huge thing like I, I've even said before like my family like you know growing up in the Bronx like my parents generation growing up in the Bronx sort of being around during the like foundational time of hip-hop and sort of being at like you know Cedric Avenue for the first hip-hop party you know shout out to Auntie Jetta and mm -hmm. you know like sort of experiencing music and DJs for like DJs how we know it today you know sort of being there for like sort of what that like started as yeah and for me I almost feel like having like amazing musicians and DJs on the the podcast is sort of my uh me honoring that legacy and me honoring like the people who sort of like are carrying the music and carrying the energy that we're all sort of dancing to right now yeah. and sort of like living to more more so living to you know I feel like we're all living to music in some way and for the people who are the, the, the people who are the vessels of that music we have to honor them now definitely you know because like, I, like we benefit so much that. from it you know mm -hmm. we benefit so much from musicians and DJs even like in life like you know you could have a long week and then decide to go out. You know, some of our friends who are DJs could be, you know, DJing the party. And then for that, you know, couple hours, you forget all your problems and you forget all the stress of your week and you forget that argument you had or with your you coworker. Or you figure out, like, <laughs> you get into the mindset to figure out how to overcome that. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Because so yes. many times, I've, yeah. it just like you said, music centers you. That's, yeah. I know exactly what you're saying because so many times I've been like stuck in some moments and either listened to a homie's mix or went out yeah. to dance to their set and it just like it literally like meditated in the middle of yeah, dance floor yeah. i don't know if you've experienced absolutely, that but like absolutely. actually feel like i'm meditating and yeah. then wake up the next day like refreshed and knowing how to like overcome this yeah it's it's like it's a release you know i feel yes. like we're all just sort of almost especially in new york it's just like you're almost compounding pressure you're like getting pressure from work and getting pressure from deadlines and getting pressure from bills that need to be paid and getting pressure from every direction in your life and music is like one of the 
art forms that helps us to release that whether it's physically or through dancing or just like like meditating just like meditating through the music um i mean i could go on this for days yeah but I feel that's like, a whole other podcast yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah you're so right i feel like for me incorporating music into the podcast is a part of that you know and sort of like just yeah, giving people something to like you know keep them in tune you know in tune yeah. with themselves you know so yeah yeah. Well, I appreciate that. I'm yeah. glad that um, it went more in depth to mm-hmm. me just like, yo, <laughs> what's that track on the podcast episode? Yeah, yeah, but definitely, like, and, and it's really important too. Like, I credit all all the musicians that I have, and you know, just literally, like, you know, I want people to sort of be like, I want this to be a platform for everyone. I want everyone to sort of be recognized for how how great they are. Um, because I know when I'm just even appreciated a little bit, like how you're just like giving me like love right now, like that feels amazing. And I want to be able to give other people that same feeling of love, like to know like, yo, like, no, you're amazing. (laughs) You know, like, yo, like you're, you're great, you know, and like mean it and not just say it, you know, because it's a a quote unquote nice thing to say, but, but say because something that you've put into the, the universe has impacted my life. That's really like my my gauge of who I have on the open canvas. If you've created something that you know is meaningful, like that's enough. You know, yeah. it doesn't even have to be like a certain status. Like I'm never like chasing like somebody who's at this level of the industry. No, it's never like that. I feel like all of our stories are equally as valuable. So Definitely. if all of us can sort of realize like you know someone you haven't heard of, their story is just as impactful as the person who's doing the TED talk. You know, it's like that you're getting the same information and probably you're also getting information from someone who's going through something that you're going through currently, you know, and I feel like that's super important is to realize like, you know, this is almost like open canvas again. It's like literally stripping all of these like, like indicators of status that are almost like, you know, counterproductive, Yeah. you know, instead of trying to sort of like put yourself in a position where it's just about you it's like no this is about all of us you know this is about everyone here you know so yeah I, I'm, I'm just going on but yeah continue <laughs> <laughs> very valuable um mm-hmm. but let i want to go back to something mm-hmm. you just said mm-hmm. like a minute ago you mentioned the word legacy mm-hmm. what does that mean to you wow yeah um legacy that's that's sort of what what i you know i've been thinking about a lot lately you know is the legacy of everything you know, my personal legacy, but also the legacy, our, our own collective legacy, you know, the legacy of, of our generation living in New York at this moment right now. You know, yeah. like, I think yeah. about those things. When you're talking about the Harlem Renaissance, yeah, we're going through our own renaissance right now. Definitely, definitely. And it's and it's like, and again, I feel like the Internet, <laughs> I mean, it's, I feel like it almost sort of like is removing that sense of legacy in, in a lot of ways. I feel like. How so? Um when everything, like I said before, is so disposable um, and also um, we're almost investing more time into it, our online selves than our real life selves. And I feel like legacy really is only built in the real world, in real life. Yeah. You know, you can... How you're affecting the yeah. community and people around you. Right. You can build an image on the internet. Like, that's possible. You can build something on the internet that's an image that may last for like a good amount of time, but it's not a legacy. It's not to be confused with a legacy. And I feel like for me, you know, anyone can build a legacy in their own way. But for me, it's built in the relationships in my life Um, and the people that I invest in and invest in me. You know, that's what I build legacy through. 
Um, and I feel like the open canvas has been a vehicle for that. You know, I feel like it's just giving me an, an excuse <laughs> to travel the world and talk to my creative friends and like, you know, create opportunities for self-investment and group investment. Like, you know, not just financially, but more so just in terms of like, I'm going to invest my time and energy into supporting what you're doing mm -hmm. and let you know that what you're doing is worth it. You know, mm -hmm. that's that's really it. You know, mm -hmm. so if I can leave that legacy and like I said before, like my friend uh, Laurence in, uh, in France, she said, like, your value is in valuing others. And um, it's funny because I think you're the same way. You think that way as well. You know, you're very much others oriented, you know, mm -hmm. giving other people light and sort of appreciating people. And and I think for people like us, we almost think like everyone's that way. You know? Yeah, and it's I, like, it's I've like, always thought that everyone yeah, you that go up and like, too. You think like, oh, everyone must like appreciate everyone, you know, but um, you realize, you know, that it's not as common as you would like it to be. And it's not because people aren't that way. It's just that they don't realize that it's in them, mm -hmm. you know. So if we can just even have this conversation we're having right now and then people are like, wow, like there's people in my life who like deserve to be recognized. How can I find a creative way to sort of like shine light on them? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you realize like, oh, wow, like people would do the same, you know, for me. You know, it's like I don't have to think like I have to sort of promote everything like I, your legacy can literally be and like the, the words of your, your, your friends and your family and the people who love you. Um, you know, I feel like that's sort of like where real legacy is left. I think that's, yeah, that's where yeah. real legacy is because yeah. you're making such a dent in like someone's life mm -hmm. and in someone's um, way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's what legacy is to me. Definitely, definitely. There's so many things yeah. that I want to <laughs> know yeah, about. No. And yeah, we can not hit. Yeah, there's no limit, actually. Like, so okay. anything you want to ask you. Since we just talked about legacy, yeah, you're kind of leaving your legacy all around the world mm. by doing all these episodes <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, how do you feel about just taking open canvas around? The, you naturally, organically, like you did everything else, took mm. it around the world. Mm. But do you want to continue doing that? Like, what's in the future for open canvas? Definitely. Yeah, it definitely is. Like, I feel like the open canvas story is now an international story. Like, it is even funny to think about that. I mean, the first two episodes were with international guests. You know, it's like I almost intended it to be something that can exist beyond, um, you know, just one, you know, context. Um, I wanted, you know, my friends in different countries to be aware of each other. You know, I feel like it's dope. I have friends now in different countries doing projects together. And, you know, it's like great to just see that become more normal and more acceptable because, you know, I think that's the next step for our creative community. You know, it's like we all are realizing our power. You know, we're like all realizing our gifts at the same time. Yes. And it's like... Oh, snap. Like, okay, so there's so much power just in our city, right? In New York. There's so much stuff happening here right now. There's so many dope people here right now. But what would happen if, like, my friends in Paris, you know, who are also doing equally as dope things were to be, like, collaborating with my friends in New York? Or my friends in Brazil collaborating with my friends in, in Amsterdam? Or, like, you know, my friends in South Africa, you know, connecting with my friends in L.A.? And then them all, they're all doing something dope together. And it's like... And even if they're not doing things dope together, just acknowledging each other. Just like, yo, you have this community in this other country who's supporting what you're doing now, you know, and actually recognizing the value of it. And then when you travel to these places, it's like, wow, like 
now I, I know these people. I know I know that there's there's faces to these names. There's 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 actual like people behind this quote unquote scene. I think that's also a goal too. Is like you know sort of stripping away the the uh, the facade of what a scene is. Yeah. You know I feel like a scene almost presumes like this pretentiousness. Um, I want people to realize behind every scene are just real people. You know, behind the cool scene in London, there's just people getting it and, and grinding every day to, to make a way. You know, so I feel like for me, that's that's like the dope part about it. It's like to realize, oh, okay, I don't have to be like um, nervous about like meeting people or just approaching people. It's like literally, no, no we're all creating at the same time in, in the same universe we're living in. So why not help each other do it? So, yeah. That's so amazing. You so we're going back to what I asked you mm -hmm. before, but that's that's how you're bridging that divide. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, thank you, thank you. You know, it's it's just fun. You know, I feel like I'm realizing like I, I want to have as much fun as I, I possibly mm -hmm. can in life. So this is like becoming a lot of fun to do. Yeah. You know, and I'm realizing that you know it's it's becoming much more than just like um, you know a task. Or like even like saying like all right I gotta achieve this by this time, it's like literally I get to like wake up every day and create something that's meaningful yeah. to me, you know, and then like hopefully it's meaningful to someone else. Definitely. <laughs> so so like that's sort of like what I want to continue to do, and you know it's like you know we said legacy before. It's like literally like you know it's like the people in your life, like the stories that you guys have. You know, you've experienced something like amazing in your life that, you know, you may experience it in, in a different country or, you know, in a certain situation. But that story lives in your mind. Right. Mm -hmm. If you don't share with anyone, no one else will know or be able to benefit from that experience. So for me, like this is a way for, for me to not only share my experiences, but also like a friend in my life and like saying like, yo, like you've experienced something amazing or you've overcome something amazing. And, and it's so dope. It's actually crazy to hear like people in my life just say like, I've never talked to anyone about this before, you know? And I'm saying that to you right now because yeah. I've yeah. never really shared this much and this long for, yeah. you know, about myself or the open canvas, you know, as, as, as me, you know, yeah. it's been more just like giving the platform for my friends. Um, so now it's like I'm hearing my friends say like, yeah, I'm like, you know, it's like you almost forget like that, you know, appreciation is like a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you almost forget that people actually do value what you're doing. And for me, it's like, oh, wow, like I didn't realize that that even meant, you know, so much, you know, that's so valuable. You know, for you know you to be working something for hours, and and that's what I really you know am, am attracted to as well is like when someone is doing something completely off the grid, like completely like yo, this is something I'm just passionate about, putting in the hours, messing up, making mistakes, figuring it out, you know, falling short, getting back up, you know, and then like presenting something. It's like I want to honor the process just as much as I want to honor like the results. And I feel like that's what this conversation is for me. It's like. You know, I want to honor the process of what the open canvas is becoming versus just saying like, this is the 100th episode or this yeah. is the two year anniversary, which it is. Mm -hmm. But 
in order to get to this point, it was every day. It was like literally like, you know, shout out to my friend Elliot uh, Cuff, who was like my first person who helped me with sound. Um, it was like, you know, had a boom mic and live mics, you know, <laughs> set up for the first four episodes of the podcast. And my friend Amanda in LA, um, who was helping me edit episodes at the beginning before I learned how to edit. Um, and I've been editing the episodes since. And, you know, it's just learning and just like learning from my friends and like literally realizing there's people who are a part of every process and that like there's a story to everything that we're doing right now you know and realizing that you know I think again with Instagram we just get the final result of everything mm -hmm. we get the best we get the top you know the finished product we get the, the quote-unquote perfection yeah from everyone and I think for me I, I've said it before I feel like it's, it's like a gap in the market now where people need to see the, the humanity of what we're doing the vulnerability the vulnerability of it and understand that this is more than just like showing all of your wins you know stacked up or all of your successes stacked up like and, and, and honestly I feel like we're almost all getting a little fatigued from that yeah you know there's a fatigue Definitely. of like you know, and so, because you can yeah. see right through that right and that's yeah. the thing it's like it's it's like when when our lives at least on the internet are becoming more of like just almost like we're, we're like walking resumes versus like just people mm -hmm. you know I feel like for me it's almost shifting that remember when Instagram was just that yeah you know <laughs> so like that that's sort of like I, I want to get to the place where like you know human relationship is, is valued mm -hmm. or is, is more valuable you know recognizing the value of just sitting down and, and, and talking <laughs> you, you know, know what I see in the future for mm. Open Canvas mm. you like you're definitely gonna tell this whole episode again live <laughs> you're gonna mm. you're gonna be on mm. a panel mm. and you might have some of your past guests on a panel mm. and people are gonna hear this process this mm. vulnerability oh, thank you thank you yeah yeah it means a lot you know and I, again I just want to thank you as well for like even like handling this conversation with care and like, I appreciate it, you know, and I, and, I, and I really am thankful. You know, I want to say thank you to everyone who's been on the Open Canvas, who's been a part of any, like, project that the Open Canvas has been a part of, has been a part of any event, um, who's been a part of just, like, every, every small part of this puzzle that has come together. I feel like I want to acknowledge everyone. Um, you know, it, it may seem like I'm doing a lot of work, but really it's, it's in a culmination of, like, everyone who's been a part of this journey. And, and yeah, it's like that, that's sort of what I'm realizing now. I'm just a, a one piece of this big universe and I'm just like a part of it. And I'm just like moving in sync with the people in my life um, and recognizing that, you know, we're all, we're all special. You know, I think the, you know, the internet can almost like make us forget that, yeah. that we are all special. And I think that's sort of all I wanted to remind people when they when they hear an episode and they just remind themselves like I'm special, what what's inside of me is special, my dreams are special, like what I want to accomplish is special, you know? I think that's that's sort of the goal. And you know, to, to even hear, you know, what you're saying, like I feel like it's it's, it's doing what it's supposed to do, you know? So it definitely is. I'm grateful for it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. I like I thank you, Taj. Mm. I, I can't thank you enough because mm. I've countlessly been inspired mm. by you and what you've created so I want to see it keep going thank you thank you yeah and, and it's it's just like it's, it's it's all it's just a process of love you know I'm just learning to love yeah. through, through all of this and it's it's great you know I feel like I'm I'm, I'm learning 
and becoming more of myself through this as well. I feel like learning to to love others has just been like the the dopest part of this. You know, I feel like that's that's what I'm doing. That's amazing. That's awesome. There's yeah. so much love. <laughs> nah, but but um, yeah, I, I feel like the the future is is, is bright, you know. But I'm um, I'm just realizing that it's just being thankful. It's the universe is funny like that. It's like the more you're thankful, the more the universe gives you things to be thankful for. Yes. So I'm just yeah. being thankful. <laughs> and yeah. Like, Law of attraction. That's it. That's it. So I'm just I'm just realizing that. So. I feel like we'll have another, that like, was, yeah. we'll come back again and yeah. talk again about some more. I feel <laughs> like there's a, lot. there's a lot to digest, but um, yeah, just to, to, to more life, you know, yeah. I feel like to more yes. living. I feel like everything just starts with life, you know, so, so yeah, just to more life. And yeah, again, I just want to say thank you to everyone. Thank you to you. Yeah. Um, everyone, all my friends in Amsterdam, uh, all my friends in Paris, all my friends in, in you know, South Africa, in, in Brazil. Uh, everywhere, LA, um, in Florida, <laughs> uh, and just just places that that I've been, I've traveled to, and I'm going to travel to. I want I want to thank all my friends in advance who I will meet. Um, <laughs> Where do you want to go next? I, I, I mean, it's this is gonna. I'm just gonna be there. You're just gonna see me there. I'm not, I can't even say. I feel like <laughs> you're just gonna see me popping up in different places very soon. I'm gonna watch. <laughs> I'm gonna be in another country. Yeah. I'm gonna run into you the same way I always run into you yeah. here. And that's also the dope thing too. It's like because of the open canvas. It's like it's fun to be able to like hear my friends travel and then they're like, yo, Taj, I met this person that was on the podcast and we were just talking about their episode and and it's like that's dope. Amazing. And it's like people I never would have thought would meet, but mm-hmm. they're meeting each other. And I feel like it's a whole nother tangent, but just like it's <laughs> it's just showing how like just the power of acknowledgement. Like once you just start to acknowledge even the people in your circle in your life and just show that you're as down to support them as they are to support you, that'll just spread. More stuff gets done when we just like appreciate yeah. it and like and actually acknowledge and help each other do That's it. That's so, so powerful. So we're getting stuff done now. Like things are things are moving. Like people are people are helping each other and it feels good. So I want to see more of it. <laughs> Did you ever like when you were a kid? Yeah. This is gonna go into another oh, yeah. tangent. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. But when you were a kid mm-hmm. Did you ever say something like, I want to do something that like will save the world or I want to help people. Mm-hmm. But did you like, yeah. what did you think when you were a kid that was? It's funny, like this actually, I actually was listening to like, before there was podcasts, I mean, it was like NPR. I think people would mm-hmm. like, and, and even radio. As, yeah, in radio and like public radio. And there's a couple of like shows like there's this radio host. Uh, his name is uh, Josh Galina. He's um. He's like a music. He's a real musicologist, and he was just like literally like, you know, document the world of music and sort of like the history of and the roots of you know the African diaspora. Sort of like influences music all over the world and all these different countries. And for me, that was like my first introduction to the world. Really, it was just sort of listening to those conversations and, and, and like sort of hearing him talk about just like different cultures, different people and the people behind the music of these different cultures and all these different countries that I'm now being able to travel to. So it's like full circle for me. That was sort of like the start of me being curious. And I was very young at that time too. I want I want to say I was like probably just still still in high school or middle school at the time. Wow. So I mean, I, yeah, I think for me it was like, and, and, and also I, I've just always been, been very, I like to listen. You know, and that, that's something that I, I realized, like, it's very natural for me, you know, and I, I never really thought it was like a, a gift or like, but but I just realized like, wow, people really want to be listened to, 
And, you know, for me, it's like when it comes naturally just to listen, it's like that's that's something that I'm that's like a responsibility I have, you know, if, if I can listen and sort of like take in because I feel like we're all like experiencing things and like just need someone to share with. Yeah. You know, and if I can be like some, just want to be heard. Be heard be yeah, seen. yeah, we all want to be heard and seen. So if I can sort of help that process and like help people be heard and seen, then yeah, like I'll do it. Like I actually love doing that. So why not? So. Yeah, I think that sort of was the start for me. I've, I've always had that sense. Um, I didn't know what that would look like, mm-hmm. but as I just was honest and, and honored that calling, it just like became what it is now. Yeah. I think it goes back to like what you were saying and the more that you're grateful and the more that you're present, like the more the universe will give back to you. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes hand in hand because mm-hmm. you already meant to, to do this. Like mm-hmm. you just n- didn't know what it would look like. You didn't know that it would be this but you this was your like this is your calling mm-hmm. and that's so special that you get to wake up every day and call this your work but this isn't work like right. this at all this yeah. is your purpose definitely that's yeah. amazing yeah yeah so so yeah i mean just you know just like i i just want to say thank you again like I'm, I'm just like in a place of complete complete like gratefulness that's it you know that's that's my my gift you know it's just to be grateful you know, that's, that's, that's what I'm just doing. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, we can keep, we can keep going. going. I feel like we don't, we don't even want to stop. Honestly, yeah, I don't because I keep getting like yeah. these amazing stories. And <laughs> it's finally time to tell it like your yeah. side of the story. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like I've, you know, had two years worth of, of storing up that exactly. I could share. So, so, yeah, I feel like, but there'll, there'll be more opportunities like this. And I feel like, yeah. Sure. And I, and I want to create more opportunities to sort of share as well as this process because I feel like, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's just as important, you know, it's just as important to sort of like document the documenting, yes, <laughs> you know, because exactly. this is definitely, you're right, we are living in a moment, you know, we are, and, and it's, it's important to to recognize that and to, you know, take ownership of it. This is our moment, mm-hmm. you know, this is our moment. So So why not just like, you know, do it to our best? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, I guess we can cap off there yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's going to keep going. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, again, I'm, I'm so grateful for this. I want to thank you. Thank you for, for, you know. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And thank you for having me as well. <laughs> thank you for having me. I, okay. really, I really feel like this is like, you know, very it's therapeutic for me. So I want to thank you for, for. Oh, that means so much to me because yeah. I honestly love that's why I love like hearing people's stories mm-hmm. and why I'm so curious because I know people are just like itching to express themselves. Right. So right. this it. is really special. That's it. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. So this has been The Open Canvas. I'm Taj Alexander. I'm Deanna Moreno. And wow. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> to find out more about The Open Canvas, hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also stay tuned to our Instagram at the Open Canvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, Taj T A J dot OpenCanvas at gmail.com. This has been the Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander.